Blog Talk Radio. It's Cannon Baby coming with the heat. Got Indy Fire playing in my speakers. Nikita the host, girl in motion. All the way near, hairway smoking. You can call in if the phone lines open. Rockets are hot like we're cooking a roast. Indy Fire the goat, don't ask who the competition is. Cause they're standing alone, popping. When you listening here, you always get what you Interviews, artists, songwriters, authors, and entrepreneurs. Chopping it up with powerful icons who make her influence. Who keep it hotter, this is Indy Fire. Blazing on yourself, tune in and catch the heat. It don't even matter where you at. Entertainment, news, and daily inspiration for everyone. Yeah. Holy moly, this day Got Nakia in my sleeper. Girl in motion, get on your feet. Indy fire, blazing, please. Keep it coming every week. We too strong, we defeat the week. Cannon, baby, super speed. We keep it turning to the sea. It's too high. A fireman can't put it out because it's too high. Indy fire. For everyone, for everyone, yeah. Ooh, what's good, guys? What's good? What's good? It's your girl, Nakia, and we are back for another episode of Indie Fire right here. I said my name already. I'm all, I'm, look, I'm too excited. I just came on just, just and messed up my intro. I did. Well, nevertheless, you're back here on another episode of Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. It's Thursday. We've almost made it another week Friday is upon us it's Friday Eve right um look I'm gonna be very quick be very quick because I have an amazing guest you know what I gotta stop I gotta stop all of my guests are amazing I don't want to take anything from anyone all of my guests are amazing but I am super super excited for my guests that I have here with me this evening but I want to look before I get that person to send me that quick text message so I can shout you out. I want to talk about something that I experienced today, and I'm not even going to talk about work. I'm not going to talk about work today because, you know, I have to get rid of someone, and <laughs> I'm going to save that story for another day. But, look, I want to talk about sandwich bread right quick, okay? I know this has nothing to do with anything, but listen, let me talk about sandwich bread, okay? All right, so most of you know I am pescatarian. And I eat a lot of, you know, vegan and, and plant-based food. That's basically all I eat. Well, I wanted to rush in really quick afterwards and just make a peanut butter sandwich. That's all I wanted, that's all I was craving because I, I don't do breakfast and I miss lunch and I just wanted a peanut butter sandwich, right? I didn't realize that I didn't have any of my whole wheat bread. Okay, no big deal. I'm just going to steal, you know, some of my son's bread. Well, she liked sandwich bread, like Walmart, great value sandwich bread. Man, these pieces of bread, they are so thin. They're like pantyhose thin. So I'm thinking if I put them in the toaster, they're going to, you know, maybe they'll thicken up, maybe. I don't, I don't know because I like my peanut butter to be, like, hot, you know, when I eat it. Nobody eats peanut Hey, judge mom, but don't judge me. Anyway, I'm thinking once I take it out the toaster, it's going to be a, a little thicker. No. All it did was it made my peanut butter taste like I was eating a butter sandwich. Like, it was the worst experience in my life. Okay, maybe maybe I'm being overdramatic. It wasn't the worst experience, but it was horrible. Like, sandwich bread is horrible. I don't remember. I haven't eaten whole wheat bread all my life or honey wheat bread all my life, but I just don't remember when I was little sandwich bread being so thin. I'm talking thin, like paper thin. It was just just the worst experience. So my take on sandwich bread, you don't need to eat honey wheat bread and whole wheat bread. It's a little more thicker. It's just, I'm just saying, even if you, 
if you don't buy like like I eat Nature's own. If you don't even buy the name brand, even the Walmart version is sticking in the sandwich bread. I'm just oh, all right. That's my that's my rant for today. Okay, don't eat sandwich bread. All right. <laughs> Let me give you the calendar for the remainder of the month, guys. All right. And I want to say thank you to all who got those um, interview requests in for the month of November. We are booked. <laughs> we did it in. Uh, uh, very short time span uh, this time. Uh, so thank you. Thank you to all who got in for the month of November. Uh, keep your eyes and ears open, as I mentioned, because we have a big announcement coming up. So if you didn't get in for November, you still might be able to get in for November. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Uh, coming up next week, what time I'll show guys? Exactly. 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 5.30 Central, 4.30 Mountain, 3.30 p.m. If you're on the West Coast, you guys got it, you got it. Next Monday, multi-award-winning, oh, I'm sorry, he, he corrected me, international multi-award-winning Christian rap artist William T. Stars will be here with us on Monday. Tuesday, hip-hop artist Jerusalem will be here. Thursday, Southern Soul artist Kenny Wayne will be here. And closing out the month on the 31st at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Southern Soul Artist Buddy Love is going to be here with us. So if you cannot make them all, please, please, please do not miss them all. And remember, New Music Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right? All right. Now, super excited to have my guest here with me this evening, international fine artist and celebrity photographer Dion. Renee. Now, if you were on the blog talk site, you only caught a snippet of her bio. If you head over to the Indie Fire website, www.indiefireradio.com, you'll be able to read her bio in its entirety. Growing up in the small town of Middletown, Pennsylvania, Dion Renee Williams' life began with excellent influential figures who inspired her to take on leadership roles both in and out of school. The school district emphasized culture, vision, and expression, which cultivated its students. At home, Dion Renee was even more influenced by her family's involvement in arts and entertainment and support for her interests. By the tender age of 12, Dion Renee's artwork was prominently displayed in galleries in and around Harrisburg, the city capital or the capital city, and even featured at the Pennsylvania State Museum. This led to the added attention from her teachers who showcased her projects in local exhibitions. Temple University, one of the most prestigious art schools in the country, was her next stop. There, she was a regular on the dean's list and was elected student body president. Her senior year in college was spent abroad in Rome where she studied the masters. She graduated with degrees in fine arts and graphic arts. She has studied Michelangelo's masterpieces on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, the Mona Lisa, and the Lourdes in Paris, legendary artists of Spain, and on and on. Along with Italy, Spain, and France, she has visited England, Germany, Canada, Mexico, the Caribbean, and nearly every crack and crevice of the U.S. These are resources in her imagination pool, as well as the petal on a flower in her backyard, or the empty stairwell of a train terminal. Her work as a painter in a world class, as are some of the subjects, clients ranging from President Obama, Oprah Winfrey, Maya Angelou, to music artists such as Eve, Rick Ross, and more that can be listed without redundancy. Her photography and graphic design is on the same level including an artistic perspective and expression that doesn't just come from a camera or a computer. Dion Renee has an unusually abroad perspective of the world and art in particular. Having been diagnosed with lupus at age 13, she has met this challenge head on with a greater awareness and appreciation for what most of us take for granted. Surprisingly and victoriously, she managed to overcome the chronic ailment. She has worked as head designer for a clothing company, created advertisement layouts for major magazines, graphics for movies and television, 
photographer at New York Fashion Week, red carpet events, CD designer, website designer, and personal photographer for countless celebrities. Her skills are count are constantly developing, her vision ever evolving. Dion Renee remains and maintains in the fire listening audience I present to you this evening, my very special guest, international fine artist and celebrity photographer, Dion Renee. Hi everybody. Hi. Hi Nakia. How are you? I'm super great. I'm really great. <laughs> I want to say first you? and foremost, thank you so much for being here this evening. You could have been anywhere, but you're here with myself and my listening audience, giving so freely of yourself and of your time. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me to your show. I'm, I was excited to meet you. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you. I love to hear that. <laughs> well, I want to jump right in this. Your bio was so full of information, and it's not normally that I take the time to read um, a bio in its entirety, but I felt, you know, that my listening audience did need to know um, just all about you and everything that you've uh, managed to accomplish in in your life. So I won't focus on, you know, pulling apart what's already been mentioned but I know that you, you know, as a photographer and as an artist, there are, you know, just some questions that I want to talk about or I want to ask you um, just in particular about uh, your life as a photographer first and then as as an artist. And then, of course, we want to talk about uh, this recent um, huge accolade that you have um, has just been bestowed upon you. Um, so as a, as a photographer, um, when you go out to a a photo shoot because I know that me as a photographer now it's just uh, a cell phone you know that's that's my extent of photography I got the cell phone but when you mm-hmm. go out to a shoot um, do you take any essential items other than a camera and lens it depends on the shoot I honestly think that to make every shoot good you have to customize it so some shoots will require like a little extra video sometimes um, they want stuff for social media. So having mm-hmm. a phone there to record isn't, it's not being cheap. It's, it's actually being really clever. So for, for things, for, for different events that we're, that it's safe <laughs> and appropriate, then yeah, bring, you can bring all your stuff to certain things. Um, I would recommend um, for photographers who are just beginning, like, bring what you need. Uh, it's, it's, it's just not necessary to bring stuff out that you're not going to use. Too many things could happen to it. So for me, I, I, I usually bring a little bit more than what I need. It's better than having less than what I need. Mm-hmm. So that's the way to go. In my in my eyes, so you can you can have your phone and do just just as good. You might get every single thing you need with just a phone. Is there a particular uh, photographer who has influenced your style of photography? Yeah, um, the photographers that influenced me are actually just um, my friends, people I know. There's a there's a lot of famous photographers, but the ones who really made a difference in my life are people I know, um, and even models I know have have made me like certain photographers or just certain people mesh well with certain photographers. So there's so many. It wouldn't be fair for me to name like two and not name twenty. they're all good (laughs) but yeah I have a bunch of photographer friends that I I plan on doing projects with and you can see all our stuff it's going to be plastered all over social media like everything we do right so you can't name and and I wouldn't want you to um, just pinpoint you know one or two 
But can you pinpoint one or two out of all of your photographs that you've taken um, a favorite maybe and why? Um, Wait, what is the question? I'm sorry. A a particular photograph that you've taken, um, do you have a favorite one that may hold more oh, than have value? A... Yeah, I there's this one flower picture I took in New York, and it's it's just always been my favorite picture I took. It's it was I was taking a walk by myself, um, and I just had my camera and I was taking pictures of random stuff, the sky, the like just stupid stuff, smart stuff, like interesting stuff it was just like just walking around and um snapping and then i saw this flower this um it was a sunflower so they're really big and bright they're they're like they remind me of like Mm -hmm. strong Mm -hmm. they're like bodybuilder flowers they always got like that thick stalk and they're tall some of them are taller than me but they I just imagine them as like free, happy flowers. But I saw this one that was like, it was like smushed, like growing through a fence. Like its petals were all um, bent, and like you could tell the fence. It's just like hard metal, unforgiving to this, you know, gentle little natural flower that's just trying to get some fun. It's going towards the sun, but this fence is in the way, and the flower is just like still going, and it's it's like pushing its way through this little hole, and it's like almost like killing itself trying to get the sun. And it's I took that picture, and it just always made me feel like that's conceptual. Like sometimes I know whoever put the fence there didn't mean to get in that flower's way. Right, but it was like in that moment, it looks it looked excruciating. It was beautiful. It was natural and synthetic things clashing. So it was kind of it was conceptual enough to like get that picture right away. Do you write as well? That because was the way you describe the way you described <laughs> that. Do you write as well? Yeah, I do as many things as I can. I just will explode if I couldn't. That's why I love America right now. Like we can we can make whatever we want. We can write what we want and we can do a lot of things. And it doesn't matter if we're women, you know, it's just it's just because we have the opportunity to do it. I yeah. feel like we have to. That description of that picture, uh, without even, you know, visually seeing it, um, I see it. Um, oh, good, good. You, you described it. You described it perfectly. Um, so I was going to say, if you don't write, you, you need to write. Um, and you <laughs> mentioned, you know, we're just out, just carefree, just snapping and, and taking random pictures. And I, I've seen... Um, photographers do that, like walk up to people and say, you know, hey, I'm just taking pictures of random people. Can you just stand and do this? Is that, does that have a name? <laughs> I'm sure it has lots of names. Probably some I'm not allowed to say. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I don't know. Everyone has their own style. Some people like to take pictures of um like just people so that's um improv shooting I don't okay know. okay you can make okay. that word <laughs> okay okay when people look at your photography um do you, do you have a message that you wish to convey through um your pictures or when you look through your lens um, and you snap a shot, you know, in the back of your head, do you say to yourself, I want this particular message to be conveyed through this shot? Or is it just as it is? 
you know, it's just black and white. This is what they see when they look at this. A lot of, a lot of the times, yeah. A lot of the times, yes. There's, there's a mission for picture. Um, for a lot of the stuff I shoot, it's, it's to like give to somebody so they can use to enhance their business or their life. So it's really important to keep in mind the purpose of, of the photography. And then just to keep it artsy, I, I do mix in the type of photography that's just completely free and almost abstract. But I, I usually, no matter what, I want I want to make something that promotes um, like a culture of high vibration. Like it's like people like it. Like when they see it, they they don't cringe. You know, that's usually not my intent. Unless I want you to like fix global warming or something. (laughs) (laughs) I normally want people to be happy, that high vibration. That's the like general vibe. Okay. If you had to give up the camera or the brush, which would you choose? OMG. That's like, do you want your son or your daughter? Do you want your <laughs> left foot or your right foot? <laughs> um, but I, I do, in, in my soul, I think I'm a painter that does photography. Okay. So you can say that. All right. So that's honest answer <laughs> right there. Um, is there a, a particular art form that you most identify with? Oh. Not, not really. I think I, I think when I do identify with an art form, it is fully, but it's always temporary. And I I just move, I like as I grow, I notice that I like different types of art, and the one like this one type of art will add into the skills of making a different type of art. So like they all the knowledge just adds on top of each other. It's it's just like with art, it's hard to really just stay doing one thing. Um. Especially for me, because I want to paint, like, all the time. And mm-hmm. I want to take pictures of that. And I want to, like, my my family does um, music, and they need CD covers all the time and logos. And with CD covers, um, I actually, I can tell you how I started doing photography. Um, it was to make a CD cover for my dad. <laughs> He had he had a group that um, he was managing, and my brother was in it, and one of his friends. And my dad was like, "We need a CD cover. This music is good. We need something that represents this good music. We want something strong." And so, okay. um, I'm a graphic designer, so that's mm-hmm. what I was just like, "All right, so I'm gonna design something up." And then I was just like, "But." you know what, I need a picture of them so that I can design the picture. It's like I need the first thing before I can do the second thing. So I took their pictures. I had to, like, just do a photo shoot for the first time for the CD cover, and that was so fun. I never stopped. That was was in the 90s. I was like, this is not, like, that was addictive. So I never <laughs> took a photography class. I just um, really, I should. <laughs> I I watch a lot of YouTube tutorials and I I hang out with people who are experts. And so I learned in in like a weird way. I I am formally trained in graphic design and painting though. Like I went to college for those, and mm-hmm. I I was just really close with the photographers there. So I understood, like, they were so passionate about it 
it intrigued me. I was like, what are you getting all emotional about? Let me see this. Let me see this. And I got it. And it was just like, wow, this is like a whole other way to make art really, really fast and accurate. Like, I can paint something, but that might take a while. And it's Mm -hmm. a handmade thing. It's totally different than taking a picture of that same thing. The photo is instant. The photo is fast. Right. The photo can be useful. I can monetize doing that really easily. So there's so many reasons to to keep on doing that. But I love to paint. I love to. I love learning how to tattoo. That was fun. Um, But there's. I kind of just like loved everything that I tried. I forgot about tattoo artists. Yeah, there's so many. um, I had someone to ask a question, um, and and they meant no disrespect, but they didn't understand um, what a fine artist was. And they said, well, yeah, she's a fine artist, all right. (laughs) And I said, you know, um, no, not not as in she's fine and she's an artist you know not not like that you know um but and then they I said you know go look up you know, <laughs> go look up you know what a fine artist is um but uh, I, I forgot about tattoo artists there are so many uh different careers uh in in all of that it's a broad spectrum um, but to say that you've never taken a photography class, um, I, I thought about my daughter. She's actually in college right now. She graduates in December. Um, and her major is uh, fashion merchandising and consumer. So before she got into mm-hmm. undergrad, she she received um, an associate in simulation and graphic design. And now she's actually doing um, social media marketing for two companies um, that, you know, she did a, her senior summer internship, which turned into one job. And then um, this gentleman gave her information to someone else, and that turned into another job. She's working three jobs right now um, while completing her senior year. Um, but yeah. it, it's kind of it, it's been – and none of them are, are well. One of them is fashion, but it it was a trickle down for her as well. Just having the graphic design um, certificate that she received prior to getting into college, and she just built upon. She kept watching people, and she kept hanging around people, and seeing what other people did, and going to you know different club meetings on campus and. Um, just watching, you know, and passion for it. And now she's decided, you know, once she graduates, um, she's taken a year off before she goes back for her master's to actually, she'll be teaching in Japan. Um, but she is just using all of, you know, all of that. Um, and and even though she's had some, in, a little bit of formal coursework, the bulk of it has been informal, just watching people who, like you said, have been very passionate about it um, and acquiring knowledge exactly. through them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's why you can't underestimate people who don't have their, their like, diplomas or, or doctorates. Like, they could still be a genius. They could still have skills in something that you could you would have trouble doing. So Exactly. It's... And also that 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 goes to say like who you hang out with your circle of people makes such a huge difference. Mm-hmm. If you keep yeah. your circle, if you don't see yourself like elevated, yeah, you have to reevaluate the circle that you're within. I keep mine very small. Um, when I see myself just kind of complacent, stagnant not elevating, then I have to look at the people that I'm surrounded by. 
because we should all be able to empower, uplift, motivate, you know, aspire, inspire one another and, and elevate each other. And so if you're remaining stagnant, something's wrong with the people that you're surrounding yourself by, you know, and always got to reevaluate people, you know, check people, make sure that we're all uplifting one another. Mm-hmm. Always check yourself. Yeah. Because those bad ones creep in there. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's okay to so, say no. It's okay to be um, protective of yourself. It's okay. Yes. You have to. So speaking of people that, that surround yeah. you, um, what is your your audience demographic? Oh, man, uh, you're asking me about demographic. I think it would be people who like art. If you don't like art, then I would drive you crazy, absolutely crazy, because I'd be like, you want to see a painting? You want to see <laughs> – you want to <laughs> talk about how, like, sky blue and gray look great together? Like, I don't know. It's It's just – if you don't – if you don't like art, then we'd have a problem, I'm sure. Um, but everyone else, man, woman, child, pets, everybody, they can all listen in. And uh, here's the thing: is like you don't have to be a professional artist to even like paint with me or hang out with me, because I think everyone has something to offer. What kinds of people do you aim to reach with your art? I know that you mentioned, uh, so, you know, okay, you're so in the entertainment industry. Have, mm-hmm. Yeah, some of my art, like, it's not about who sees it. Some Sometimes it's just like, I made this, and if nobody likes it, then, like, I, I mean, I, I can be the only one that likes it. And as long as I'm on that list, then it's fine. But there's certain things that in order for me to make a positive impact on the world, I have to make strategic art that says something. I, ha- I do have to think about who, it's, who, who do I need this to, to be, like, seen by? Um, and who would be a catalyst, spread it for me, like, certain things like um like when I made the Maya Angelou painting um and my my I wanted to mainly like thank her for her efforts as like a civil rights leader and she opened doors for all of us um Mm -hmm. in some way but it's like we needed someone like her to shine and there's there's kind of like messages like like that. The, I don't know. It's it's a complicated question that you ask because sometimes I want world leaders to see my art. Sometimes I want people who are voting to see it, or um, little girls. I want people who I want to inspire and and empower to see certain things and that's why if you look through my pictures there's usually like you're not going to find anything that you can't show a a teenage girl because I want teenagers and uh, I mean anybody I want people to come to my page and feel like you know just get reminded that they are intelligent they are beautiful they are important there's something about them. There's something good in the world. You know, like, just positivity um, for for everybody. So it's kind of a broad audience. I do want to reach the world in a lot of cases. <laughs> so um I guess the the smart answer is that certain 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 projects are for everyone, 
and certain ones are probably more for the youth. Okay. If you're just tuning in, we're live right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia, and my very special guest, international fine artist and celebrity photographer and graphic designer, Dion Renee. This right here is Quest of a Woman. Woman, that's Sadrina, our mashup mama. Thank you so much for that contribution for International Women's Month. Uh, thank you, Sadrina. You're back here live on Indie Fire with Nakia and Dion Renee. Um, right now, um, you seem to be riding on a natural high from your selection as one of ten worldwide, one of three in the U.S. to create a theatrical release poster for the movie The Woman King. Um, and I know that I've, mm-hmm. I've read reviews. I've um, seen all of the accolades, all of the congratulatory messages. Um, and I know that you've had opportunities, um, and they've probably been astounding. Um, but are there any elements to the art world that you just do not like? I'm sure there are. Um, Like the there's parts. It's not so much that I don't like them. It's just that they're hard. Like the business side of art can be a little confusing. It can be hard because um, they don't teach business in college um, because it's constantly changing. So um, just figuring stuff out. That though. And I didn't mean to cut you off, but the irony in in you saying that, just because I have, you know, my daughter's going through that right now, and to hear yeah, her, they teach you the skills, but not always the business. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm just like, girl, could you just make it through? You have two more months. You managed I would have to do been everything. Right now if, <laughs> if they would have just taught me the business. Like, I, I had, <laughs> you have to figure out so much by, by yourself, and that's not, and like, that's usually not our lane. We, right now, I have a team, and they're awesome. But, um, and a lot of my teammates are helping me do things that keep me in my lane. So they're, mm-hmm. they're handling some, some of my business stuff and my publicity and, um, like, the building, my family business. Mm-hmm. We have a building now. And it's it's just like, I, I don't really <clears throat> want to talk to the HVAC guy. How about someone else do that? Right. I can right. do the, the, <laughs> the logos and stuff. So having the ability to stay in my lane is what my viewpoint on the art world is so wonderful. Um, it gets hard when you have to have so many hats. You have to, like, play so many roles and you know, it's 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 kind of a normal thing for an entrepreneur to have to do all that at first. But if you just keep going, um, everything kind of adds up. It snowballs, and you um, learn how to operate in ways that can um, grow your business and learn as you go. So it does get easier. And I would just say that, yeah, being able to stay in your lane is what makes us happy. And when you make us do other people's jobs, then (laughs) that's the part of the art world that um, get rough. So let's let's stay right here for a moment since I mentioned the woman king. and let's talk about the creative process that went into this piece. Now, I understand that a friend provided you the information about the contest. And then let our listening audience know what happened next. Okay, so I read the description of the movie, and I was just like, yes. Like, that's so me. That's what I want to make. I want to normalize women with muscle. I was like... <laughs> kind of um, like on a roll making a collection of just like really buff, like strong women who are athletic or like world champions, Olympians, um, CrossFit um, winners, like all all these women who just show, they're all beautiful, but they, they have muscle. So right. I was just like, yes. I'm going to make this, like, image, and she's going to be so powerful looking. And so I already just started thinking of, like, what was going to, what I could make. And so it wasn't really about award money or working with Sony or, like, the stars of the movie. It was just I wanted to make art like that anyway. I was already making art like that. Um, So it was just like, okay, get in the mix. So I'm going to do that too. I'm just like ready for it. Um, So I had fun making that poster. Um, And then after I seen the movie, I was like, what did I just get myself into? Like, what am I a part of now? Like, I I love this. (laughs) I can't believe, like, this is the movie that my artwork is promoting and getting spread around the world for this, for this, power, this like, amazing work of art. And, like, I'm seeing videos of people crying in the theaters and cheering, and it's just like, yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm glad I took that chance. There was, there was way more, like, it was like a surprise. It was like, Hey, did I win fifty thousand dollars? And they're like, No, you won a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars, or like a million dollars. Right, like, right. Throw that fifty dollars in the trash. <laughs> you got way more than what you were asking. So, 
that blew my mind. I was just like, um, it took a, a few days to like really sink in, like, because once the movie started traveling from country to country, continent to continent, I was, that's when I was getting notifications like from Sony France or Sony Brazil. And they're like, putting my artwork there. And so I would wake up the messages with this like, hey, your artwork's now in Africa. And I'm... Oh, wow. <laughs> so I just... It would be so hard for me to sleep. I'd be thinking about what I was going to wake up to the next day. Right, <laughs> Sometimes right. Sometimes it would happen. <laughs> like lately... Um, Everything is still like that. It's still like, oh, my gosh, every morning something amazing is happening. Some of it has nothing to do with a woman king, but it's just um, a lot of opportunities have opened up for me now. And sure. it's really happening. I'm for it. So I'm, I'm, and then I'm she lives t- happily ever after. Yes. <laughs> and I, I'm you read um, negative um, reviews about the movie. Um, have they affected you in any way? Like, I, I've read people, you know, people who haven't seen the movie at all, all they've done is they've seen Viola Davis pictured and they've read the title the woman king and it makes no sense to them. Um, but someone who let's go ahead and say is a part of um, the woman king, you know, when you see people comment like negativity like that or negatively like that, does it affect you in any way? Like they don't know the storyline. They don't know what the movie's about. They don't know why it's, entitled The Woman King, they don't allow it to make sense to them. Does it affect you in any way? Uh, Sometimes it could be a little stressful, but I sometimes look at it like um, like this is an opportunity to just respond to them and say why the movie is so awesome and how it's empowering and it's not really anything wrong with it. The, the 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 rebuttals that you can come up with are like surefire. Like they it's they always have a very weak argument. It's like arguing with a fifth grader. It's just like I know I'll win. I just like I can just say something to them. But I I know that like people could be reading my comments and I have to make sure that I'm classy and I don't want right. to act like a nut on a social platform. Um, that's not <laughs> that's not the goal, um, right? So sometimes um, I might just put an educational fact there, there, like actually there are women kings that exist Great in answer. history. There's actually one that's living now. Great you have response. To, like really do your research. Um, Queen, Her Royal Highness Queen Biambi is is a king and a queen, and she's she's alive, and she's amazing. <laughs> I met her. I know this. Like I I I'm working on something for her right now. So the whole woman king thing is that's an easy thing to debate and win. Um, but it's it's not really something I can let. I don't have enough time to focus on that. I I have to like I have so much work to do. So that like I might um, like respond a little bit to some trolls just for the sake of the other people reading, like the fans who are actually trying to like get inspired from coming to the pages, um, I might put something in there because I know um, they're going to read it. Mm-hmm. But putting trolls in their place isn't 
it's it's just like it's not it's one of those pointless goals it's like it, even if i achieve it i don't feel proud <laughs> like good job Doug. <laughs> i just do it um i know that uh, uh theodore roosevelt um once said that comparison is the thief of joy and um to do mm-hmm. so i feel that literally that is stealing satisfaction away from ourselves um but if someone else were to compare you to another great artist whose name or names would you like them to mention hmm i always like da vinci i i mm. I, I, we do similar things. Um, like he would make art and just kind of stop midway. And studies say that he would just satisfy himself. Like he'd be, he'd just be like done. He'd, like he'd be like, okay, that was impressive to me. I got what I needed out of that, and then just be done. He didn't make art for the audience. He was making it for science. He was making it for himself, for, like, deeper purposes. And I, I could always respect that. And I, who else? Who is, who is cool to me? I like Banksy. Banksy is a living artist who um, is very mysterious. Nobody knows what he looks like. Banksy could actually be a few artists. It could be like a group of people. I'm not really sure, but I think that's why I like Banksy. Um, mm. Yeah. And then okay. my same thing as earlier, the other artists that I would like to be mentioned with me are my friends, my painter friends. Yeah. <laughs> The people like all right. So Andy Warhol was really famous, oh yeah, and yeah, he became friends with Basquiat, and just coincidentally, Basquiat became like way bigger than life after they right. became friends. And it's I always thought that was cool. I loved when artists hung out with each other, and because the art world is so weird, sometimes it's like just one of you freely weird <laughs> around other weird people but um so yeah my friends i i'm going to make some sort of platform in this in the future where i can like spotlight them and we can all do shows together and um do that would be amazing together. i have a project yeah. set up right now it's called artcation and I do that with my one of my best friends, Joe. Um, she's a she's another photographer, and we just our whole goal for Artcation is we, we travel to a place, and we'll help an institution or like homeless people or just anything that the place needs. <laughs> and and then we we take pictures. We give them like free commercial. Um, help and we see the world as as we're helping people. Wow! So it's like vacation mixed with um, philanthropy and travel yeah. and art. And so every place we go, our next place is Guatemala. There's a school there that helps um, underprivileged kids, and they get to go there for free, and they give their them their food for free, and you know, they they just help a lot of kids. So what we're going to do is go there and volunteer, and um, we're going to raise some money and get them some new tablets, and we're going to take pictures and, like, you know, just beef up their website and social media so people um, are aware that, they, that they're there, that they exist, that they need help, but and they deserve help. Like we want to help people, yeah. Who help people? That's awesome. So that's that's the type of artist I want to 
I want to show the, I want to spotlight those type of artists and those types of projects. You can come with us. We need, we need media. Yes, <laughs> you answered my next question um, um, about what your brand does to impact change within your community. And not only your community, you're doing it on a global level. Um, that is that is awesome. Um, keep me informed about um, artcation, most definitely. Um, wow, I'm I'm speechless. I'm mind blown. I, I love that idea. Um, I know that you have the Dion Renee Studio. Other than your studio, um, do you have a favorite spot that like like to create art in? And I know as an artist. You guys create art anyway. I have an answer to that. <laughs> I have weird answers. Okay. I like to paint on top of roofs. I like to be really high up for some reason. And I like to be on the beach. Like out in nature okay. is great. On the beach, painting is fun. Um, and I, I guess on rooftops, I just feel like I feel it's it feels like a a free a really free feeling yeah. when I'm painting. But if I can be in a place where I can get paint on the floor, like being outside, that that's my favorite. Because I don't want to have to be painting and then like cleaning at the same time. So any place I can get dirty is good. <laughs> in your studio, do you teach uh, art? classes oh yes well i'll have future workshops and provided for my community and back in harrisburg um that should be up and rolling in the spring and those are that's like discounted prices so that my community specifically can have access to um, all the tips and advice that I can give them and a few, a handful of, le- of lessons. There's some things they didn't teach me in college, but I, even if they went to college, I know it would take them, like, years to just, like, connect the dots if the colleges don't teach us. So I'll mm-hmm. try to, like, speed that process up for them. There's no reason I can't help my community. So that's going to be what I do is like um those those workshops for them. Now I know that there's someone who's listening now and they're sitting back and they're thinking, you know, she went to Temple University, she's traveled all over the world, um, you know, painting, she photographs celebrities. There's been um she has, you know, her artwork in this new movie. She's done so much um like wow you know but i know that life hasn't always been easy for you i know that there's had been some obstacles some barriers that you have had to overcome um what kept you motivated to continue with your photography to continue with graphic design to continue with your painting I I think it was the combination of my passion and my stubbornness and my support system that allowed me to, like, just stay doing what I love, even when I wasn't making money, even when, like, nobody would see the paintings I made. Um, that's, That's always helpful. Um, and I really, I can't do other stuff. It just doesn't feel right. It feels like I'm wasting my life. Like I'm totally, like it's totally bad. Like when, when I was younger, I worked at a grocery store and I got sick and I was like, I, I don't feel well. I think I need to like call off or go home. And they're just like, you can't call off. What are you talking about? Like you have certain days off but you can't call off. And then I, I just went back to the register 
and I fainted and hit my head on the register on my way to the floor. Oh, and so, yeah, I was like, I don't think I could do these kind of jobs anymore. I told you I didn't um, feel good. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, don't treat me like a number. I I really didn't like that, you know. So I was I was out of there. I just needed to be an artist. I get it. When I'm I happy, I feel healthier. So. Yeah, as creative, um, you know, I I took a year hiatus from radio presentation and. Each time I wanted to come back, some medical issue popped up, and I said, you know, well, it's it's really not time. I need to continue to, you know, work on me and get me better, and I'll know when it's time to come back. And then it, I finally said, you know what, I'm I'm not going to come back. I need to just step away from this. And But there was something that continued to burn within me, you know, like this is where you need to be. And every time I tried to do something else to – you know, distract me from being here, something continues to burn within me. You know, when you're passionate about something, when you know what your purpose is, something will continue to ignite within you to go back to where you know you need to be. So when you are a creative and you know what your purpose is and you know why you're passionate about doing what you do, you always are grounded and centered where you need to be. And you always make your way back to wherever that completely get it. <laughs> I do. Mm-hmm. Um, if there is an aspiring photographer, artist, graphic designer who's listening right now and they say, you know what, I, I've I've been to school, or maybe they haven't been to school, but they know they have the skills, they know they have the gift, they know they have the talent. And they just don't know what the next step is that they need to take. Um, and they're listening right now. And they say, uh, I think I could do it, you know, um, but I just I don't know what the next step is I should take. What piece of advice could you offer to that aspiring photographer or, or artist or uh, graphic designer? Okay, um, well, the number one thing is we all have different roads. We all have different speeds. You are not in competition with anybody else, and you don't have to take the same roads that anyone else took. You can make your own road. So don't let that pressure stop you from starting. Um, what you might want to do is make sure you know how to critique your own artwork. Make sure you know how to talk about what you made and why you made it and who you are and like that's that usually takes a long time to perfect in itself so um yeah uh work on speaking about your art and make a nice collection and exhibit like a digital exhibit is is really smart and you can use free platforms like instagram or facebook or TikTok, like you can just show your art for free on certain things. And if that's not um, in accordance with your business plan, you might have something a little more complex, then take your time and make a website or like an e-commerce website so you can just start making that money. You can, you don't have to do anything the same way that anyone else did. So just write down a plan and go for it. You can you can contact me too. You can follow me on Instagram, and that will be the first step. Second step will be DM me if you have a question, or you just want to send me a virtual high five. So easy. Excellent advice. And since you're talking about um, your socials. Now will be the perfect opportunity for you to go ahead and get all of your contact information out for those who may be listening live, for those who may come back and listen to one of the many, many playback shows. Um, If they're interested in um, contributing to um, Artcation, if they're interested in, if they're in or, you know, the surrounding Harrisburg area, 
um, spring rolls around and they want to get in on those art classes, um, if they want advice, um, for whatever reason, they need to get in contact with Dion Renee. The floor is now yours to get all of that contact information out. Yes. All right. So the easiest thing is um, just Google me or, you know, type in your URL space, uh, Dion Renee, and that's D-I-O-N-N-R-E-N-E-E. And a whole bunch of stuff will pop up. If you want to be specific, you can go to, like, Instagram.com forward slash Dion underscore Renee. Um, everything is just my name. If you can't find me, then you're not trying hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> Even my website, it's just DionRenee.com. <laughs> That's right. If you can't find her, you, you weren't looking hard enough. You know how some people, one platform is one name, and the next platform, they put an underscore with the exclamation point on the end. No, hers is all simple. So you can't find her. You really weren't looking hard enough. D-I-O-N-N-R-E-N-E-E. Okay? All right? You got it? Good. <laughs> Dion, Renee, I thank you so much for joining me here this evening. This is one of those times where I needed to have, like, two hours with my guests uh, so I can pick your brain some more. Uh, Once you're on the show, you are a part of the family. I think we made you part of the family like yesterday. But uh, once you're on the show, you're part of the family. You're welcome back at any time. Um, And we do mean any time. You have new artwork you want to share. You have, um, I don't know, art shows, um, whatever the case or need may be, you're welcome back at any time. Just make sure that Monica gets the information so we can share the information. We will continue to promote and share all of the information that we see um, you post. Uh, Guys, make sure that you are back here Mm -hmm. on Monday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for uh, international multi-award winning Christian hip-hop artist William T-Stars and then back again at 8 p.m. for New Music Monday. Any final words, Ms. Dionne Renee? Final words, maintain to be different. Um, do things that bring you joy. Follow your bliss. Don't die. I like that. Maintain to be different. <laughs> Follow your joy. Yeah, that's my slogan. Maintain to be different. All right, guys. You heard her. Put it on a T-shirt and rock it out. You guys have an amazing <laughs> evening. I will see you on... Monday. Entertainment news and daily inspiration for everyone. For everyone. Entertainment news and daily inspiration for everyone. For everyone. Entertainment news and daily inspiration for everyone. 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 For everyone.